Hello and welcome back. All right, I hope that you took the time to reflect in this past week about what we talked about and about not allowing time to make it seem like it's your problem. In reality, all of us have the same 24 hours. So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit deeper in regards, not just into time itself, but what you do and what you don't do has a direct impact with everything in your life, right? So if you hadn't had a chance, my name is Annabelle. Happy to have you. I am here to just tie it all together for you, business, relationships, and everything around the in-between and how you're able to do all of this and still understand the importance of working on yourself and still understand that, yes, you can have all and everything. It may not necessarily all happen at once, but it doesn't mean that you can't strive for that every single day. So let's go ahead and begin. Get your water, get your tea, get your coffee. And I hope you guys are having an unbelievable morning already. So I want to talk to you a little bit in regards to your course settings. If you guys have seen my lives on my platforms on social media, you probably noticed I did a section on course settings, right? And I'm big on course settings because course settings are making or breaking us every day. Even though you have heard me say habits will make or break you, these habits stem from who you truly are and how you've been pretty much your entire life. So I don't want you to change your personality because your personality is the way that you are, the way that you were built, the way that quote unquote, if you believe in God, completely made you to be unique and special in your own way. What I mean by core settings is those little things that we allow or don't allow of ourselves whenever we get put into either awkward situations or situations we don't like or we're uncomfortable, for example. And I will do my best to give you an example in every aspect. You know, when you were a kid, um, this you you've been building core settings for such a long time because when you're a kid, for example, let's just say you're taught to, you know, read out loud in class because the teachers want to make sure that you know how to pronounce the words, right? And then after a while, your teachers tell you, okay, now it's time to do, you know, quiet time reading. So most people don't ever go back to reading out loud again. Most people, you know, absolutely love the fact that they get to be quiet. Why? Because maybe they were bullied. Maybe they had people in their life that weren't, you know, kind to them. So even doing something such as reading out loud, you know, causes them a state of panic. And that is your core setting. So what do you do in a state of panic? What what are you what do you go back to? You know, do you go back to fear? Do you go back to worrying? Do you go back to just focusing on the negative and then you, what happens with that, most people put themselves in a downward spiral. And a lot of things can be prevented just if we become number one, this is what I want you to write down, number one, just self-aware and being self-aware of the direct impact that our core settings, our beliefs about other people, about ourselves, about our surroundings, about what's impacting us really is going on, right? So really looking and being just self-aware of how you act or how you don't act when either certain things go your way or they don't. So for example, let's just talk about health and fitness. For so long, I wanted to diet, diet this, diet that. You know, January 1st always came. 
and I could never stick with anything. And that's most people. They can never stick to anything. You're so excited. But then one thing happens and then another thing happens. Then you get a flat tire. Then your baby starts to act up. Then your boss starts being rude. Then you have an unexpected expense and your course setting is to automatically say, okay, right here, right now, it's not the right time. It's not the right time to work on myself. And you let another year pass you by with that course setting limited belief that it's not the right time. And it goes back to why you feel like that. And the course setting may be that you just don't feel worthy enough, right? And, you know, I get this, I, I, I have a lot of different conversations with different, many different people, especially women. And I have a lot of moms on my team in my business. And one of the core settings that we have is we have this mom guilt, you know, because we're trying to work on ourselves. We're trying to be business women. We're trying to also provide for our families. I have a lot of single moms on my team as well. We're trying to just be better. And at the same time, we just get this burden of mom guilt. So what happens when you get guilted into something? Maybe it's not mom guilt, but guilted, you know, Is it because your core setting is to people please? Is it because your core setting when people around you aren't pleased and you're technically quote unquote what we call a people pleaser, you just shut down or you just allow yourself, it could be the opposite, you allow yourself to become so overwhelmed and carried away with other people's emergencies and senses of urgency that then you tell yourself, no, the business is just too much for me or no, working on myself is just too much for me. Why? Because now you decided to fill up this empty plate that you had with other people's priorities instead of really focusing on what matters in this moment in time and presence, which are your priorities. And that way, when you have your priorities aligned, when you're self-aware of your needs, you can be more present for other people. You can truly give from a place of abundance instead of a place of lack, right? So asking yourself, you know, Number one, again, it's, it's just being self-aware. What are my core settings? Let's just say relationship-wise. You know, you are trying to date and your core setting is, is that maybe you had baby daddy issues or daddy issues growing up. So your core setting is that in your mind, you're already going on a date. You're already going into something. You're already talking to someone with that thing in your mind like, oh, this probably won't ever work or this is too good to be true. So you have this core setting and what happens, you bring that assumption, you bring that thing into a relationship. No matter how many times you've been maybe done bad or it didn't work out and now you're looking at it already from a lens of lack. So of course it's going to lack because you're not even going to allow yourself to look at this person's great qualities. I'm not saying be naive and don't pay attention to certain things, of course. I'm talking about that core setting that can be completely opposite. Maybe you're not in the greatest relationship. Maybe you're in a relationship where you do need to seek maybe professional help because of what it's causing of you to become your mental state of mind, but because your core setting is that you never felt worthy and you've been so stuck there and you've been so comfortable that your core setting is you're okay to settle for that and that maybe you're not worthy of anything else. So you allow yourself to be like, okay, well, I would rather be in this relationship than be alone. And the core setting goes back to, you know, what we think about ourselves. What is that quiet or loud voice that's constantly ringing in our head, is it positive? Does it tell us negative things? Does it allow us to really like become more focused on the problem or more focused on the solution? I'll give you guys an example over social media. I work my social media platforms. I create content. I show other people how to do so. And I had a video, a fitness video of my results 
for those that know. And some, you know, uh, uh, a lovely girl commented something. And my course setting, if I was 18 years old, would have taken it negatively, would have said, why is she being like this? She's jealous or, you know, why would she ever? And then you start making assumptions over a text message. You start making assumptions over a message that you don't even know people's tone of voice. You don't know anything. But because I've done a lot of years of self-work, I've, I've done a lot of years of deciding that I was just not going to accept negativity, you know, when someone gives it, that it no longer it no longer bothers me. Luckily for me, I didn't reply negatively. You know, I, I left her a nice gesture. I said something and she quickly replied and said, oh my gosh, I hope you didn't take this as rude. And in that moment, I realized like I had just had a huge win and no one knew. I knew. I felt it in my heart because I beat my old self. I beat all these years that, you know, I was taught that women were competition. And no, that's not true. You can be in collaboration. You can be in abundance. You can let another woman or another uh, man or whatever shine without taking away any of your light and you can grow together. So we definitely connected. And looking forward to her jumping on on my team. So I'm super excited for her. But it's just to show you like there's going to be moments in life that I truly believe that God will give you a a scenario or he will give you something. And it's really up to you to pass the test to really be self-aware and say, wow, like I wouldn't have acted like that. If anything, I would have popped off or I would have started making assumptions or a core setting of mine is to worry. You know, if you're a worrier, you're not being a warrior, right? You can't be a warrior and constantly be in worry. Like, you, it just, to me, you can't let faith and fear live in the same headspace at the same time. Like, one is winning always a little bit more than the other. So, one of my core settings that I've learned from my mother was that I worried a lot of times. I worried when my parents left out of the house too long. I worry when my husband's out of the house too long. And it all, I think, essentially goes back to having control issues, but it really like, it really would worry me because I saw my mom, she would call me constantly as I started growing up. She's like, are you okay? Are you okay? She would literally come into my room and just make sure that I was still breathing and I would wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, what is going on, right? And I started catching myself doing that to my kids and I still do that now, every single now. I don't know if this is just maybe a mom thing, but before I go to bed, I always check my doors and I always go into my kid's bedroom to adjust them. It's just something that I have to do. I don't feel right unless I do it, right? So that's a core setting of mine. And it's a core setting that I can't tell you at this moment in time if it's good, if it's bad. But I can tell you this. It's not robbing me of my peace. It's not keeping me up late at night. Before, you know, I used to be like, wow, okay, I got to make sure the door is locked. I got to make sure the door is locked. And I would literally drive back home. My core setting of that worry would steal my peace of mind that I couldn't literally do anything else. And I just told myself, What's meant to be will always be you did your best, you closed the door, you set the alarm, you walked away, and if you need to learn how to have better memory, that has nothing to do with you having to worry, so you need to do better. And this is just being self-aware, self-aware of what the dialogue that goes in your head 
because that is going to come out out of your mouth and what comes out of your mouth is coming out of your heart. So I have these discussions with myself every single day to learn how to be more aware of what my core settings are. You know, what happens when you're, you know, when you're annoyed, when you're not in a good mood, when you're hangry, right? When you're hangry, what are your core settings? How do you treat people? How, how do you act when you don't necessarily get your way? You guys know how little kids are when they don't get their way. Are you acting like that smaller version, six-year-old self of you when you didn't get your way? Are you throwing tantrums? Let me tell you, I know many, many adults that throw many, many adult tantrums. So asking yourself, you know, did I throw a tantrum today? Like you may not necessarily call it a tantrum, but that's essentially what it is. It's just more in adult form. And guess what? We get to justify it because we have real life shit that happens. Like we have bills to pay. We have kids to take care of. We have spouses. We have mouths to feed. We have so many things. So in our mind, it's justifiable and we don't see it as a tantrum. But I'm telling you, it takes as much energy to complain about a problem. It takes as much energy to to post something negative on your social media feed as it would as it would if you just took the time to say, you know what, I'm going to spread some positivity. Maybe I'm not feeling my best. Maybe my core setting right now is telling me to F it all and ignore it all. But right now, I'm going to do something different. And that moment that you finally make the decision to do something different the different that hasn't worked for you in the past. That's what I'm talking about. That hasn't worked for you. That hasn't served you. That hasn't allowed you to have any growth. That hasn't, you know, that's what, those are the core settings that I'm talking about, right? Like being in a state of worry all the time doesn't serve you or anyone around you. It doesn't serve your spouse. It doesn't serve your kids. And I'm a big believer of what is delayed is not denied. So understanding that you're going to have to be willing to kill your flesh every single day. You know, I can tell you now, finally now, you know, when I'm aware that I'm just antsy, I I felt it even, you know, uh, yesterday and I was in the office and I was working and I was, you know, getting stuff done and, you know, business is going great and having conversations. My spouse is at home. And all of a sudden, I just felt that antsy. And I was like, okay, you're feeling antsy. Just get up, go for a walk, get some sun. And in that moment, I just had so much gratitude because I got to get up. Is that a word? I had the ability to get up. I had the ability to open the window. I had the ability to light a candle, wash my face with some fresh water. And I just told myself, I'm not accepting these feelings. I acknowledge them. You can acknowledge the fact that you feel a certain way. You can acknowledge your emotions, but... It's different when you allow yourself to sit in them for so long that now they've sunk in and they are your core setting and they are stealing your peace of mind. They are stealing your sleep. They're not allowing you to close your eyes and go to sleep at night and be okay with the fact that you did your very best today and that you're going into today just doing your best, right? Because I don't know about you, but I do my best. And I for sure try to go above and beyond. But when I hit my head on these pillows every single night for the last, I don't know how many years, you know, I just have decided that I did my best, that I'm going to let it go, that I'm going to let God and that I get another chance to hopefully start a fresh start the following day. And that gives me peace of mind in itself. That allows me to say, you know what, you've got this. 
you're you're doing the best that you can raising your kids, you know, being married, running a household, running a business, taking care of housework, meal prepping, taking care of your own health, you know, communicating with your parents, calling your clients. I don't know what it is for you. I don't know what your responsibilities are, but be honest with yourself about your core settings and be self-aware, right? Like for me before, the last example, fitness related, I... Anytime that I was going through like a breakup or anything rough, you know, how most people emotionally eat, I was the opposite. My core setting was my body rejected food and I would lose weight very quickly. Now, before you start saying, oh my gosh, I wish that was me. No, you wouldn't because it wasn't healthy. I was so exhausted. I was so tired and it's not because I wanted to, but finally when I took a grasp of is this what depression feels like? Is this what sadness is? I didn't like it there. So I made a conscious decision that I would never let any situation, that I would never let someone, one, take me out of character, and two, ever let at least someone ever allow myself to get to that point because of a relationship or a friendship or anything like that. Now, Yes, life happens and people move on and people pass. And I understand that we all handle our stress. We all handle our things very different. But I just made a conscious choice a long time ago that I have to be present and I have to be grateful in the moment. And me worrying and me being in a state of anxiousness and me being in a state of sadness or me being in a state of anything that is not going to serve me, my kids, my husband, my team, this world is not deserving of it to stay on me. Those feelings aren't deserving of me to give them and feed them the attention because we're either feeding our excuses or our actions to get our results every single day. We're either feeding our faith every single day or we're feeding our fear. We're either feeding, you know, those feelings that cause us to feel like we're worrying all the time or cause us to live in gratitude. Understanding that faith is something that you don't see, but you're learning to trust every single day that it's going to be all right, that it's going to work out, that you're doing your very best, right? So somebody recently asked me, you know, how do you go about those core settings? Like how, how, how do you do that? Like how, and I think for me, it's understanding, like allowing myself to have personal development and grow and reading books, but not just reading books, being intentional and applying. And when I get presented, cause it's going to happen with a scenario that I go back to my core settings, which happens to me every single day when my kids test me, Right. I become self-aware and the more that you get tested and the more that you become self-aware, the more opportunities you give yourself to change those habits so now you're replacing them with new ones. You know, the best, you know, in parenting, like the core setting is to yell at your kids. Why? Because I got yelled at. So I have to be really, really self-conscious. I have to be really like, okay, you're about to blow up right now. What do you have to do so you don't do that? walk away, look at your kids in their eyes and see and have compassion for them that maybe it was a mistake. How do you correct them without actually making them feel bad or worse about the situation? And this is just like self-talk that I've had to have with myself over and over and over. 
you know, and that can be in any relationship, in your marriage, in your friendships, with your coworkers, with your boss, right? Like, what is your core setting at your jobs? Like, do you feel like just because someone else holds a higher position than you that you don't have value to add, so you just stay quiet? And then you start making this make-believe story in your mind like, oh, nobody ever cares. Like, they just don't care. So why am I going to talk anyway? So you go back to your core settings of, well, I'm just so alone. You know that alone and being lonely is two different things. I love spending my alone time. I love being alone. I love being able to be with my kids, my spouse, you know, people. But I also love and enjoy moments like this that I get to talk to you, right? Even though you're not talking back to me, I get to give. And then I get to just sit in quiet. And for a long time, I was unable to do that. I was unable to just sit in quiet. And I can tell you now that I intentionally on purposely will turn off music, will turn off anything, will turn off just to sit in quiet and close my eyes and thank God that I am alive and thank him for allowing me to work on myself every single day. And I hope that that's the decision that you decide for yourself and your life as well. So now that you're a little bit more aware of your core settings, how are you going to choose to work on them? Because it's going to take time, it's going to take energy, it's going to take effort. But let me tell you, the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it.